0: 1,159 pages of complete and utter garbage. That's what this new border security bill is. That's what this represents. Congress finally releasing the text of this new border security bill. And really, security is a really big stretch because this bill actively makes our country less secure. Just wait until you see all of the little nuggets they snuck into this thing that are great for gangbangers and a nightmare for the American people. We're going to go through what's in it, or at least what the experts tell us what's in it. Ryan James Goderski at OAN has done some excellent reporting on this because I, for one, have not read it. Why have I not read it? Because it's 1,159 pages and was released just hours before the vote is set, which means that not only have I not read it, but most, if not all, of the people who are going to be voting on it also have not read it because there's simply no time. This is shameless political skullduggery. It is immoral. Oh, and you want to know what's also not in this bill? What's not in it is enough money for the border wall. But you already know that because we told you about the measly $1.375 billion that is completely insufficient. And they specify what kind of wall it can be. And guess what? It's not concrete. It's not a solid steel wall. It's the bollard wall. Hopefully, they're not the kind of bollards you can just walk right through. We've got Congress going back on their claim that they weren't going to reduce the number of ice beds. They are. But you know what it does do? What it does do is it secures twice as much money for the wall on foreign health services. And it gives almost as much as it gives to the wall to the Smithsonian. One billion dollars for the Smithsonian. So I guess the Smithsonian can make some really great exhibits to remind everyone what America was like before the Democrats ruined it. Mr. President, veto, veto, veto. This bill makes the problem worse, not better. And the immigration fight will be over for us if this thing gets signed. We lose America if this thing gets signed. Now, of course, President Trump is a smart man, and we trust he will do the right thing here. If he does sign it, If he does happen to sign this, I hope he has the national emergency declaration ready in his other hand, but we're going to show you just how badly the Republicans in Congress are trying to play this president and sell the country out by having the audacity to send this reprehensible compromise to his desk. So I was once on a train in New York. I was taking the train from New York City To Poughkeepsie. And all of a sudden, the train just stops. It just stops. It sits there for about 30 minutes and then it just started going in the other direction. Started going backwards for almost an hour. And everyone was like, what in the hell is going on? And not once, it was the weirdest thing, not once did the conductor or anyone on the train staff explain why we were going back to New York City. So for about I think 45 minutes to an hour. The train was just going in the completely other direction. So understandably, passengers were furious. Uh, They were livid. They were going up, they were banging on the windows to the conductors, and they were saying to the conductors, can you please tell us what is going, why are we going in the other direction? And the conductors were like, no, 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 ma'am. Ma'am, settle down, settle down. There's nothing to worry about. We'll get you there, don't worry. And the passengers were saying, what do you mean? What do you mean you're going to get us there? We're moving backwards. That's what's happening with this bill. It is moving backwards. And it's incredible because we're told we're going in the right direction. We're told, oh, don't worry, we've got this. We're going to show you exactly why they don't got this, all right? But first, as always, thanks for joining us. This is the White House Brief with me, your humble, lovable, always right host and White House correspondent, John Miller. Remember, White House Brief is now available as a podcast. If you don't have time to watch, you can always listen. Search White House Brief in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe, rate it, review it to help it stand out amongst all the other crap in the iTunes store. And if you're watching on Facebook, please let us know how you feel about this bill in the comments. All right, so with this bill, the first sign of trouble with anything is, of course, when Democrats are celebrating it. And the Democrats are celebrating this bill. House Appropriations Committee Chairwoman Nita Lowy from New York says, quote, this agreement denies funding. Oh, great. It denies funding for President Trump's border wall. <clears throat> Sounds fantastic already. And it includes several key measures to make our immigration system more humane. Oh, we love when Democrats say humane. It also rejects the president's irresponsible budget cuts. All right. You know that anytime the Democrats start describing a bill as humane, run for the hills. It's not humane. Run for the hills. Guys, we're going backwards, I tell you. Remember, just in December, GOP senators, remember GOP senators, they introduced a bill to give Trump $25 billion for a border wall. Then they agreed down to $5.7 billion for the time being. Not great, not great, right? But that's what we shut down the government for. It was the $5.7 billion figure. We can't go any lower than that. And yet we are, because now... We're supposed to be happy with $1.375 billion, but wait, it actually gets worse. You know, this this is like one of those ads. You know those ads where they're like, but wait, there's more. It's like, but wait, it gets really worse. Except it's nothing you'd ever want. I mean, the bill limits the areas. It's not just the $1.375 billion, but it actually limits the areas where Trump can build a wall. Quoting from the bill none of the funds made available by this act or prior acts are available for the construction of pedestrian fencing within the santa Ana wildlife refuge within the benston rio grande valley state park within la lomita historical park within the national butterfly center all these places you can't build the wall and this is the really important part within or east of the vista del mar ranch tract of the lower rio grande valley national wildlife refuge so in other words, aside from you know, prioritizing butterflies over your safety, here's what they did. I mean, this is so tr- 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 this is skullduggery. That's the only word I can come up with to describe it. What they did is they limited the wall to liberal areas, and then they gave the politicians in those liberal areas veto power over construction. Because they know that they will veto the wall. So here, you can have the authority to build the wall, but we know you're going to veto it. And then when it's in a red area, they don't have that power. So if they were to do this in a red area, like the local, uh, red area, the local governments, they would approve of it. So they don't give the red areas that power. And instead, they give it to blue areas and say, you can build the wall. They know they're not. Red areas, you can't build a wall in those areas. I mean, it's sick. But I wish that were the worst of it. It's not. It actually, but wait. It gets worse. The bill actively makes the illegal immigration problem worse, not better, worse by reducing the number of ice beds. Oh wait, I thought we we all thought that the Dems agreed to drop that. Nope, it's right in there. It reduces the number of border beds from 49,060 to 40,520, thereby expanding, expanding catch and release. Now, it's crazy because one common criticism we always hear from the Democrats is, oh, we don't have enough resources to process those we already have. Well, yet, here they are reducing those very same resources. It's as hypocritical as it gets. But wait, it gets even worse. This bill expands the alternatives to detention programs. So, according to OAN reporter Ryan James Gurdersky, instead of housing family units at the border, These families get moved into the interior where they almost always stay in the country permanently. That's almost as bad as something else in the bill, which is the amnesty sanctuary provision they just snuck in there. Section 224A makes it so that ICE cannot detain or remove anyone who has effectively any kind of relationship with any unaccompanied minor. Any kind of relationship. Doesn't have to be related, could just be, could just be a potential sponsor. If they have a relationship with a UAC, they can't be removed. Well, what do you think, what do you think gangbangers will do? They're gonna be like, oh, I have this, I have this relationship with this girl. It might not be a consensual relationship, but it is a relationship. And then we're gonna say, oh sure, you can stay in this country, and you know what? We've actually got, we've got a great MS-13 network right here in Long Island, so you'll feel right at home. You'll fit right in. Welcome to the United States of America. So this incentivizes more illegals to come, have a relationship with an unaccompanied minor, and then you can't be removed. Remember when Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, remember when she didn't clap at the State of the Union when the president announced how many women have been saved from human trafficking? She just sat. Well, you know what? Alejandra Ocasio-Cortez, she is going to be jumping up and down with elation when she finds out how many women and girls will be kidnapped and trafficked because of this provision and because this provision incentivizes it. This is nothing short of suicide for our country. That's why the Democrats love it. They love it because it spends through the roof. This bill spends $9.3 billion for not border security, But for EPA, land, and water conservation, it spends $3.1 billion for global health programs. What the hell is global health? And why is it our responsibility to spend more on that than we do on our own safety here? But that's not the only globalist provision in this Harishova bill because, yes, again, it gets worse. In fact, there are several internationally oriented things the bill gives more money to than our own border including $3.4 billion in refugee assistance, $4.4 billion in international disaster assistance, $1.5 billion in foreign aid for Jordan, but then again, only $1.375 billion for our border security. It gives $3.64 billion for rural development in the United States. It also gives $446 million in foreign aid to the Ukraine. If you got rid of all the globalist garbage in this bill and you put it to our border security, you could have $13 billion for the border wall. But it's not just around the globe. This bill gives $155 million for the National Endowment for the Arts. Oh, for the arts and humanities. Oh, isn't that great? And it gives $1.04 billion for the Smithsonian Institution. Why does the Smithsonian need almost as much money as the border wall? Because these people do not want a secure border. Plain and simple. That is why. And this bill is the swamp at its worst. The bill gives nearly 2% pay increase for the federal bureaucrats, so that must be really nice for them. Not so nice for everyday Americans working in government. Not working in government. President Trump tried to stop these unwarranted automatic pay raises, but this bill would override that. So it overrides giving government workers unwarranted pay increases just because they actually showed up to work. Now, of course, they don't want us to find out about all of this. That's a given, because it sucks. And how do we know that they don't want us to find out about it? Because members of Congress got the link for this bill at 8.14 in the morning. And when are they expected to vote on it? They are expected to vote on it the exact same day. So what that means is, That means you would have to read three to four pages every single minute to get through this whole thing. You would have to do it every three to four pages every single minute continually without taking any breaks. No bathroom breaks, no food breaks. All you would be able to do is read this bill at a lightning pace. Now, it used to be that Congress had a rule that said a bill needed to be posted 72 hours before it was voted on so that members of Congress would actually have time to read it. Makes sense to me. Well, they are now violating that rule so that they can get through this thing and they can get it passed as quickly as possible without us finding out what's actually in it. And the, and the worst part, I think, is that lawmakers are confident that this will pass. I, I mean, that should, that should really scare you. This bill would, of course, begin in the Senate, finish in the House, and then it would head to the president for his signature the next day. The final vote in the Senate and in the House is expected tonight. But let's not forget The president, what the president said about signing another bill as perfidious as this one. But I say to Congress, I will never sign another bill like this again. I'm not going to do it again. Nobody read it. It's only hours old. Some people don't even know what it is. $1.3 trillion. It's the second largest ever. Well, we trust the president will keep his word on this and prevent the immigration issue from... Slipping out of our hands, from slipping out of the national dialogue, quite possibly for good. This really is the last battle for us on this issue. And we must stand strong and we must fight for what I believe is the most important issue facing not just our nation, but any nation. And that issue is her sovereignty. And remember, the White House Brief is also now available as a podcast. Search White House Brief in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Spotify, Omni, Google Play, you name it. Subscribe, rate it, review it. We'd greatly appreciate it.